Star Wars 7x7, episode 775. Today we're talking about three new things we learned about Jin Erso as a result of the trailer that broke last week during the Olympics and the international trailer that found its way online earlier this week. Punch it, Chewie. Hi, this is Mike and Joe from the Cantina Cast. And you're listening to Star Wars 7x7, the only daily Star Wars podcast. Hey Rebel Rouser, welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host Alan Voivod, and let's do the math, shall we? There have been five sets of footage that have been released for Rogue One, a Star Wars story so far. There's the first teaser trailer that debuted in April, then there's the the behind-the-scenes reel that debuted in July. There was a sneak peek shown to people at Star Wars Celebration Europe that was only shown to the people in attendance at the Rogue One panels. Then, of course, there was the main trailer that debuted during the Olympics last week and then the international footage that came online this week. So in addressing the new things we've learned about the characters from Rogue One, I'm not going to include anything about the footage that was shown exclusively to attendees at Star Wars Celebration Europe. And the reason why is not because I'm trying to keep secrets for them necessarily. I mean, you know, we've all talked about what was actually seen in the footage and whatnot. The reason why I'm not going to include it is because most of the world wasn't there. Most Star Wars fans have only seen the teaser trailer released in April and or the behind the scenes reel released in July. So anything that's new, per se, is stuff that isn't in one or both of those two sets of footage. One thing I will tell you, though, the dialogue that you hear from Jyn Erso about we have a chance to make a difference and every day, you know, they grow stronger and that sort of thing, that dialogue was included in that exclusive celebration footage. And so it's nice now to have that be released into the world. But that is not what I necessarily wanted to tell you that's new about Jyn Erso per se, but it does actually kind of tie into it. And we may as well start there. The first thing that's new about Jyn Erso that we didn't necessarily know from the first two sets of footage we've seen is that Jyn Erso is a true believer. I mean, it's one thing to hear the laundry list of charges against her, including the forgery of imperial documents and possession of stolen property and aggravated assault and resisting arrest. And she says, you know, hey, I rebel, right? So that doesn't necessarily make her someone who is emotionally invested in the cause of fighting against the Empire. That just makes her somebody who doesn't like authority figures. But here in the new trailers that were released in August, we actually have a different picture of her. We have a picture of her as somebody who actually cares about the fight against the Empire. And it's very apparent in dialogue like this. This is our chance to make a real difference. Are you with me? Now, she's saying all this to Saw Gerrera, and so this is the second thing that we've learned about Jyn Erso, thanks to this trailer, is that she is on Jedha to recruit Saw Gerrera and possibly others from his cell to help her with the mission to steal the plans for the Death Star. Previously, all we knew is that she was on Jetta for some reason that had something to do with the mission that Mon Mothma sent her on, which is to find out what weapons test thing is happening with the Empire and how to destroy it. But recruiting, that's something else entirely. Now, I'll go you one better, and this is a presumption on my part. I think it's possible that Jin and Saw already know each other. I mean, if you think about it, Saw Gerrera... He has lived a long time fighting various types of rebellions, so I'm sure that keeping himself hidden and secret is probably something he has learned to do very well. 
He's probably not taking a lot of meetings with people he doesn't know, if you know what I mean. So that combination of managing to survive by being very secretive and stealthy and keeping hideouts hidden and not meeting new people would suggest to me that somehow Jin is able to get a line on him and where he is and that for her to even get an audience with him that she has to be known to him somehow. Now, I could probably argue an entirely opposite point of view, that they don't know Saw Gerrera at all, and maybe they show up on Jeddah and get rescued by Chirrut Imwe after being captured by stormtroopers, and then Chirrut takes Cassian and Jin to meet Saw Gerrera because Chirrut is somehow linked with Saw Gerrera as part of their insurgency. But it's the thing that Diego Luna's character says in a voiceover as they are flying onto Jeddah, where he says, I've been recruiting for the Rebellion for a long time. And even back in Yavin 4, when he says, if you're really going to do this, I want to help. Whatever the this is, the fact that he's calling out the fact that he's an expert at recruiting suggests that they are specifically on a recruiting mission and that Jin is there to recruit Saw Gerrera and his band of rebels who are already known to the Rebel Alliance, to some degree at least, because there's been stuff that's come out previously about how he and his group are considered extremists by comparison and are out on the fringes of what passes for rebellion in the galaxy right now. And the third thing we learned about Jin Erso is that she's fully expecting to be punished as she's brought into the rebellion on Yavin 4 and is surprised by the fact that she is not only not getting punished, but that she's been handed some measure of responsibility. I mean, it's one thing to see her being brought in in shackles into the Rebel Command Center, as we see in the very first trailer. But it's another thing for Alistair Petrie's character to say, can you be trusted without your shackles? And her saying, let's just get this over with, shall we? I mean, the Rebel Alliance Command is clearly treating her as potentially hostile, and she seems to know what and expect, and she seems to be expecting something bad to happen as a result of whatever she's done in the past. Even though her rap sheet is listed includes forgery of imperial documents, the other things, including aggravated assault and stolen property and resisting arrest, that could have been done to or against anyone or any organization either. And so, yeah, there's that look of surprise when Mon Mothma says we have a mission for you. So that is what that's all about. She is expecting to be punished, and instead she's being essentially rewarded with something huge, the opportunity to make a tremendous difference in the galaxy. So those are our three things. First of all, that Jin is a true believer. That's new. Secondly, that she is on Jeddah to recruit for the Rebel Alliance and for her mission to find out what is going on with this weapons test. And three, that she's fully expecting at the beginning of this whole thing to be punished for some wrong or series of wrongs and is actually surprised to find out that she's being asked to help with something that will lead to the greater good for the whole galaxy. Oh, oh, while we're at it, why don't we do one more presumption here? So Cassian has been recruiting for the Rebellion for a long time. What are the chances that he's recruiting Jin for this mission as well? And I know, I know, it seems like it's a little odd that he would be recruiting her in shackles. But if she's already been identified as wild and reckless and aggressive and rebellious and all this stuff, then maybe Cassian thought it was safest to keep her in shackles wherever he picked her up, whether he was the one who actually picked her up or whether he broke her out of a facility someplace or whatever. Maybe he just thought the safest way to get her to the rebellion on Yavin 4 was to keep her in shackles. He was certainly aware of the fact that it was her father that sent that coded Imperial transmission and he chose to tell her when he had her at the Rebel Command Center and not any time before that. I don't know, certainly would be unusual, but I think it's a plausible recruiting story if you ask me. 
And I'd love to hear your thoughts, too. I'd love to know what's new that you learned about Jin, thanks to the new trailers that dropped last week and this week. Share them in the comments in the blog post for the show's episode at SW7x7.com. Hey, Rebel Rouser. You're listening to this podcast. Maybe you'd like to listen to a Star Wars story, too. Luckily, we've got just the thing for you. We've partnered with Audible to give you a free download and a free 30-day trial of their awesome service. All you got to do is go to audibletrial.com SW7X7 to sign up and get your free download. They've got dozens of Star Wars titles, anything you want to do to explore that galaxy far, far away. One more time for you, audibletrial.com SW7X7. Alrighty, I've got a trivia question here for you. Red Squad, Blue Squad, take my lead. I'm on it. We got my team. Last time we asked you where Kylo Ren gets shot in The Force Awakens, and I guess technically we can accept two answers for this one. One of them would be inside the Thermal Oscillator building, and the other one would be in the left side. Today's question, what unusual thing does Kylo do to his laser blast wound in The Force Awakens? Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you force choke your captain, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And if you like what you've been hearing, support the podcast at Patreon.com SW7x7. It's not an apology, it's Destiny Unleashed. Podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2016 Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.